Just Our Real Estate, episode number 288. Okay, welcome to Just Our Real Estate and welcome back. Half 2015. I am really excited to get started and just crank out some good content this year. My name is Mike Simmons, and this is Just Our Real Estate. If you're new to the podcast, then you know a warm welcome to you, and, and I really appreciate you tuning in. We're going to make 2015 awesome for everybody. If you're a returning listener, if you've been waiting for the comeback show of 2015, here it is, baby. We're here. So it's been a few weeks since uh, the last show of 2014. I took a little hiatus, a little time off, spent it with the family, did some planning, uh, worked on my business a little bit, set some goals and things that we're going to talk about today. And actually, this week is going to be a little bit out of the ordinary. Normally on Monday, I've got an interview that I play for you, but this week, I'm going to spend Monday Wednesday and Friday shows. So all three shows this week are going to be dedicated to kind of getting you started in your real estate investing business for 2015. Now, if you're not a new investor, if you've been doing this for a while and you really know your stuff, it's just going to kind of re-energize re you and reaffirm some of the things that maybe you've already been working on in your business and kind of give you a, some motivation and a launch pad to really knock it out of the park this year. If you are new to real estate investing and maybe you haven't even done your first deal, this is going to give you a real good solid base of kind of getting your mind right, giving you some goals and some strategies for really taking it off this year and just being the best that you can be in this business. So that's my goal. Now, before we get started, I do want to mention uh, Lead Propeller. Lead Propeller, guys. Now, in 2015, if you don't have a website that's generating leads for you, you really are missing the boat, guys. I'm just telling you, this business is about really one but you can boil it down to one thing, and that's getting good leads. It's finding good deals, right? Once you find them, you know, sometimes then you have to find money to, to rehab them and, and then to flip them, or you need to find money to hold them as a rental, or if you're a wholesaler, you don't even need to find money, right? So, but no matter what you do in this business, you need deals. You need to have leads coming in that eventually turn to deals. And there's a lot of ways that you can get leads coming in. And we've talked about them in the past. We'll talk about them this year more and in a lot more depth. But one of the ways that you should be getting leads is through online lead generating efforts, right? A website that brings leads to you every single day, every week, every month and lead propeller is exactly the platform to help you do that i can't emphasize enough guys you really need to check this out it's an incredible incredible service that is basically it's all in one it gives you a platform it allows you to pick a, a domain name and then for a very small monthly fee you have a website that's hosted with a domain name generating leads for you each and every month. Now, if you go to my website at juststartrealestate.com on the right-hand side, there's a banner for Lead Propeller. 
click that banner. It'll take you to their site. It'll answer all your questions. It'll show you what the sites look like, and it gives you an opportunity to get in at a discount for being one of my listeners. You really can't beat this deal, guys. I'm telling you, I am a customer. I absolutely love them. Go check it out. I know you're going to love it. In 2015, get a website up and start generating leads that way. Okay, guys, let's dive into the content for today. Like I said, today I wanna to talk about goals and I wanna really dig into this idea of setting goals. And you know, really, let's to start this off, let's just talk about why do we even make goals? What's the point of making a goal, right? A lot of people set, you know, their their New Year's resolutions or their New Year's goals, and they write them down or they don't write them down, and they, they pretty much forget about them by the end of January. They, they, you know, it's already they've already broken whatever resolutions they made or they've already not followed through, and a lot of times it's sort of a big waste of time. So, I have in the past not been a huge fan of of making goals and setting these, you know, goals and resolutions or whatever you want to call them at the beginning of the year, but. I have really kind of reversed my my thought process on this a little bit, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. I think if you don't have goals, then what you really don't have, you don't know where you're going, right? I mean, you need to... You need to know where you want to be so that you can figure out how to get there. And without defined goals, you really don't know where you're going, right? So it's like saying, I want to go on, on vacation, and somebody goes, well, where do you want to go on vacation? And you say, I don't know, I just... I want to go on vacation. Well, you're you're never going to end up anywhere if you don't have an idea of where you want to go. What you know, what mode of transportation are you going to use? You have to fly there. Do you drive there? Do you get on a boat to get there? Like, if you don't know where you're going, you don't really know how to even get started with with going anywhere. So, setting a goal kind of gives you an ultimate destination, right? And when you set a goal, you know the the kind of the cool thing about setting goals is it allows your brain to start working on a roadmap. So in other words, if you say my goal is to flip 12 houses this year, right? I wanna do one a month. Well, your brain immediately starts working on that goal and starts kind of figuring out how to do it. And whether you want it to or not, most people, I think really everybody is wired so that when they set their mind on a specific task or a goal, their brain immediately starts problem solving and figuring out how to get it done. It's just the way we're wired as humans. It's the way our brain is wired. So setting a goal at the beginning of the year that you want to attain by the end of the year helps your brain give it some purpose and give it some direction, and it allows it to start working on the solution. If you don't have a target, if you don't have a goal, You'll never reach your potential, in my opinion. I mean, we all have potential, right? We all can do amazing things. But if we never even let our brain like stretch and think about what we want to be ultimately or where we ultimately want to be, you're really not going to get anywhere because you just don't have any direction, right? So goals give you that. Now, there was something that I recently heard, an idea uh, that you can implement this year and try it out. I'm going to do it. I've not done it before, so I can't speak uh, any kind of a you know testimonial about actually having done it and it worked. But I was listening to another podcast. Um, it was actually Sean Terry's podcast that he has 
Um, he's a, he's a wholesaler in Arizona and he was talking about, you know, the new year and things. And he, he mentioned a concept that he had heard about from someone else as well. And it's called the January letter. And what it is, is you, you get out a piece of paper or you get on your, your iPad or whatever in word document on your computer. And you basically write yourself a letter and what the letter is is and and just follow me here for a minute because it sounds kind of weird but just just follow me through you're writing a letter as if it's january 2016 and you're basically documenting all of your accomplishments of the past year right the past year being 2015. so you're writing a letter as if it's a year in the future and you're and like I said you're documenting all of your achievements and all of your goal for the past year. So what you're pretty much doing is you're telling your brain what it is that you expect and think that you will have had accomplished by the end of the year and you're writing it all down. So it's kind of like setting goals but really it's more than that. You're you're kind of convincing your brain that it's super attainable and that it's almost already happened. That's how real it is. So again, it's called the January letter. You write it right now, right? This is uh, when, by the time you guys hear this podcast, it's going to be January 19th, right? So you're going to write on January 19th, 2015, you are going to write a letter and you're going to date it January 19th, 2016 and that letter is going to contain all your accomplishments everything that you achieved in 2015 and then you revisit that at the end of the year and what you should do you write that January letter and make it a habit to read that letter every day if you can read it every day throughout the year it's very powerful it it really forces you to assess where you are to understand the goals that you're trying to achieve and help you achieve those goals. It's really kind of cool. And when I was listening to Sean talk about how he's, you know, talk, he's done this and other students of his have done this and other people, and it sounds like they've gotten amazing, amazing results from doing it. So I challenge you to try this this year, write the January letter and see how it works for you. I think it's kind of a cool, uh, a cool new way of looking at, you know, goals. Now, what I'm not a huge fan of or what I really don't promote is if you guys have ever heard about The Secret, right? It's where, you know, it sounds like something where you just think I want to have a million dollars and the universe brings it to you. Now, I know I'm oversimplifying The Secret and I'm probably misrepresenting a little bit, but it's it's sort of that's kind of how it sounds to me when I hear people explain it. But what it really is or, or what what it's kind of dealing with is a law of attraction. And and I want to talk a little bit about what that is and what it does for you. Now, the law of attraction in my interpretation, the way that I try to utilize it in my business and in my life, it's not just positive things thinking, right? It's not just saying, you know, I am rich and, and you become rich or I am a successful real estate investor and then all of a sudden you're a successful real estate investor. It's not the way it works. It's really more of you a mindset, right? Uh, it's a mindset that you will become, you know, where you want to be financially, if that's rich or whatever, independent, you will become a successful investor. You will become a better dad. You will become a better father. You will become a better son, whatever. It's it's putting your mind 
in a positive place, right? Not just saying, you know, please give me money universe and it just gives it to you, but it's not just positive thinking. It's really, it's positive thinking and it's, it's positive mindset, right? So one example I can give you is, and this is a, this is key because I had a hard time with this um, for a long time in my business, and it's the mentality of abundance. It's a mentality that, you know, because I'm successful, it doesn't take away from someone else's success. Or if someone else is very successful in real estate, for example, that doesn't mean that that it's somehow taking away from my ability to be successful. And I know that sounds stupid, but the way it manifests itself normally is people get real secretive with what they're doing, right? Someone will say, how's your business going? Oh, it's going fine. Oh yeah, have you, you flipping any houses? And you know, where are you flipping them? And you know, just asking general questions and the person becomes very standoffish. Like they don't wanna tell them because they have this fear that if they give them too much information, then that person will run out and take all the business away from them and they won't have any more business and they won't have any more success. And that's kind of a scarcity mentality. I try to have a mentality of abundance. When someone asks me a question about my business, I tell them. If they ask me, you know, who I'm using for a contractor, I tell them. If they're asking me what cities I like to buy in, I tell them. I don't try to hold that stuff back like it's a secret and I think a lot of times when you have that abundance mentality you will realize abundance in your life and I really don't want this to turn into like a really like you know kumbaya touchy-feely kind of kind of a message it's not really what I'm trying to do here what I'm trying to say is just be open be open to helping people be open to answering questions be open you know to just kind of opening yourself up a little bit to other people and you'll be amazed at what can come back to you so i want to talk a little bit of specifics about my goals this year now i have a real estate investing business as you all know right that's why I, that's why i'm talking to you right that's why i'm actually on the microphone right now explaining things to you and talking to you and, and giving you some some info it's because i'm a real estate investor and i do house flipping, right? That's what I've, for the last six or seven years, that's been what I've done mainly. Um, I have rentals, not as many as I want, but I have rentals. And as you, most of you know, if you listen to the podcast, uh, late last year, the last quarter of last year, basically, I opened up the branch uh, of my business that I'm dedicating to wholesaling. So I, because that's the newest part of my business, I wanna kinda lay out my specific goals for my wholesaling arm or the wholesaling branch of my business and and just tell you what I'm trying to do and what my goals are and they're not they're not crazy they're not you know crazy lofty you know overnight millionaire million dollars a month kind of a goals you know they're they're pretty they're pretty attainable and I think they're pretty reasonable so but anyways let's go through them I'll tell you what my goals are and that might maybe inspire you to think of some goals for yourself this year so Goal number one, this is all for my wholesaling business now, right? Just, just talking my wholesaling business. I wanna, I wanna grow and build, my, build and grow my business, my wholesaling business, so that I'm doing two to three deals per month, right? No big deal, not, not, not crazy. We're not talking about 10, we're not talking about 20 or 30. I'm talking two to three deals per month. I want the average deal, my, my target or my goal for my average deal I want it to be at least $7,500, right? So now we're talking about um, uh, two to three deals at $7,500 in profit 
each. So we're at like, you know, fifteen to $22,000 a month on this, right? Not bad, not bad for just a part of my business. Another goal in my, re- in my wholesaling business is I want to partner with four other wholesalers and do one to two co-op deals per month. Now, what's a co-op deal? A co-op deal is where I partner with other wholesalers and we do, you know, it can be done a lot of different ways, but one one idea of co-working of, uh, co, uh, on these as co-op deals is um, maybe they do marketing and and take inbound calls and then send the motivated leads to me. I go out, meet with the seller, I get the house under contract, and then I wholesale it to someone on my buyer's list. And then me and that co-op or co-wholesaler, we split the profits, right? That's that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is, um, you know, maybe I, I do the marketing. And when I get leads in, I send someone else out to close the deal and to sell the property, right? And again, we split the profits. So you can co-op a lot of different ways, but essentially I wanna work with other wholesalers to get deals closed in 2015. And I wanna find up to four or more other wholesalers in my area to work with in this capacity. Another goal for the wholesaling business is to build up an army of bird dogs in my market that bring me deals each month. Now, the difference between a bird dog and someone who I'm working on in a co-op deal is someone who I'm working with in a co-op deal is already an established wholesaler. They already have systems, they already understand the whole business, but we're just you know working with each other to try to get more done together. A bird dog is someone maybe who's a little bit more new to the business and they're just trying to get, they're trying to break in and learn and they don't have a lot of experience, but they have maybe time on their hands, right? So they're going to go out and find deals for me, bring them to me. I'll do the rest of the, the work. I'll call the, the, the seller. I'll, I'll make sure that they're motivated and I'll sift and sort through the leads they give me and try to get some of these deals locked up under contract and then flip them to a buyer and then I will give that bird dog a percentage of the profits. So that's that's a huge thing for me right now. I wanna, I wanna really build up an army of bird dogs in my area. And if you're listening to this and you're in my area, you know where I'm at, I'm in Michigan. Uh, I'm in Troy specifically, but uh, I buy all over, you know, north of the city of Detroit, not in Detroit, but in the suburbs around it. If you're in this area and you're interested in working with me and helping me find deals and then splitting the profits, uh, definitely get a hold of me. Give me a shout at mike at juststartrealestate.com and we can talk about it. But anyways, that's a whole other thing. Um, but anyways, build an army of bird dogs. The next goal for my for my wholesaling business is I want to hire one full-time acquisitions manager. Now, I already have someone I'm working with who's helping me in the business and getting me a little bit organized and helping me get through some leads that I'm getting in and she's awesome and I hope she stays with me for a long time. But we have a specific arrangement worked out where she's gonna be with me till at least June, and then we'll see beyond that. So maybe she's the person that I hire, maybe it's somebody else, but anyways, for this year, I need to have somebody full-time working with me and, and helping me get these deals organized under contract, help me follow it through the closing process, just the whole nine yards, just another person in my business. 
And then finally, last goal for my wholesaling business is to get better at marketing. Now, I've been marketing like crazy and it's been successful and I'm getting leads and everything's great, but I know I can do a better job. So I wanna learn some better marketing techniques to help me, whether it be in the copy, whether it be in, 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 in the physical mail piece that I'm sending, whether it be postcards, yellow letters, whatever. I wanna get better at that process so that my success rate goes up, right? So I can do the more business with the same amount of marketing dollars. That's that's key for me right now in my wholesaling business. Okay, so those are my goals for my wholesaling business. I hopefully that was, you know, interesting to you. I don't know. It's I've been looking at this and, and thinking about it for a while. So, you know, it's kind of old news to me, but that's that's the goals for this year. And I'll we'll definitely talk about it as the year goes on and I'll give you insight as to where I'm at with that. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is I keep saying goals, goals, goals. These are my goals, goals, goals. But I got to be honest with you. I'm not really being completely upfront because I don't call these things goals, right? I'm calling them goals to you right now. But in all reality, on my dry erase board in my office, I have all these goals. But what I call them this year are minimums. <clears throat> Sorry. Excuse me. I got a little bit of a, a <clears throat> scratchy throat. So I'm calling them minimums. The reason I'm doing that, and what does that mean, minimums, right? Well, to me, in my brain, when I say goal, it sounds like like a finish line, right? Like that's that's as high as I'm shooting, as this is my goal, right? So there's there's sort of for me, there's sort of a mental thing that I feel like when I reach the goal, then there's no there's no drive to go past that necessarily, or at least mentally, it feels like an end, you know, to me, like a like that's where the effort stops when you reach that. And although, you know, intellectually, I know that that isn't the case and I know that's not what I'm going to do, somehow in me, goal feels like a limitation. So I am calling my, quote, goals, I'm calling them minimums. So when I go down my list of goals that we just talked about for wholesaling, two to three deals a month, that's what I want to do at minimum. All right. I'm not going to accept less than that. So I want to do two to three or more average uh, deal, average profit, $7,500 or more per deal partner with four other wholesalers. All right. I talked about that four or more. So you can see everything I'm talking about here is like a starting point. Like that's what I want to get to at least. And then, you know, hopefully go beyond that. So I just don't want to set limits by calling them goals and goals to me feels a little bit limiting. All of my minimums are attainable. So that's why I look at them as minimums, and it's the minimum that I'll accept for myself. Okay, guys, I hope this was helpful to you. I hope it made you think a little bit about your minimums for the year and what you want to set them at so that you'll achieve maximum results for you in your business. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.